Uh, in the word of the Lord, Genesis, the first chapter, Deuteronomy, the 32nd chapter, and Romans, the 12th chapter. I promise they are short passages of scripture. I want to acknowledge my beautiful wife. <laughs> you can be seated. I don't do that all the time, but I do it sometimes. Somebody asked me why. Because when I've been acting up all week, this is how I say sorry. <laughs> and she just sits there and feels all pretty. And it takes the sting out of the repentance. Makes it easier. Ooh, Jesus, the spirit of truth up here today. <laughs> Woo! Genesis, the first chapter, beginning at the 14th verse. Oh, before I get into the word, y'all were struggling opening them communion uh, little things, right? Now, when I had the ones with the real wine, y'all opened them real quick. I'm watching. The Bible says watch as well as pray. Y'all opened them real fast. We still got some in the back if you want to retake your communion because you're getting quite open it right. Genesis. The food, that was strong wine too. They did that was that was that must have been about about twenty percent. Like that was yeah, uh, that was fermented. Maybe we kept them in the box too long. Genesis, the first chapter, verse fourteen. I'm going to minister a message, a word that I believe the Lord has spoken into my heart today, and it is entitled "The Year of Recompense." Somebody say the year of recompense. When you are in an apostolic and prophetic house, I promise you. If God has ever spoken to you, somebody is going to preach your sermon before you get to the podium. Because Prophet Michael was all in here today dealing with judgments of God and all of that. I'm looking at him like, keep going. Just take a text and I, you know, this will be a vacation Sunday. But it's, it is the word of the Lord. Somebody said the year of recompense. Genesis 1 and verse 14 simply says this. Then God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens. Somebody say lights in the firmament of the heavens. To divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons. Say signs and seasons. Say signs and seasons. Signs and seasons. Which means that there is a dynamic of God where creation does prophesy to us. Because the presence of lights will determine your signs and your seasons. Things shift as things begin to shift in creation. And for days and years. Somebody say days and years. Deuteronomy 32 and 35 says this. Vengeance is mine and recompense. This is the Lord talking. Listen to this. He says, vengeance is mine. That means that he is the guardian over the spheres of the payback. He's saying, vengeance is mine and recompense. That means what is due you. He said, their foot shall slip in due time. That means we ain't got to worry about trying to trip you. You're going to trip yourself. For the day of their calamity is at hand. I'm just reading the Bible, but I feel the anointing. The day of their calamity is at hand. Somebody say, it's coming. And the, and the things to come hasten upon them. 
Romans 12, verse 17 says, repay no one for evil because we don't have jurisdiction over the spheres of vengeance. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. I only owe you to love you. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. We ain't got no beef. I don't want no smoke. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves. Again, because we don't have jurisdiction over those spheres. But rather get placed to wrath. That means move out of the way. Because wrath is coming. For it is written, and we just saw where it was originally written. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Father, thank you for this word. <laughs> thank you that you're talking to the church. And that we have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. We thank you. We bless your people. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. When we, when we deal with the theology of time, we have to look at time as a gift. Somebody say time is a gift. That means that time is our friend that creates a space for the manifestation of what it is or what we were packing when we came into the planet. The Lord said to Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I formed you and fashioned you according to my own way. Before you were molested, before you were raped, before the divorce, before the experience where you had suicidal ideations as a consequence, God had a design for you that he fashioned and that he shaped in the realm of eternity before you were ever created in your mother's womb. So I want you to get the theology, the study of God concerning this, because many times we are defined by our experience, but you have to know that your existence predates your dilemma. Your existence, listen to this, predates what happened to you. So it means that when you begin to approach your purpose from the standpoint of a mature believer, it means that you no longer get to look through the lens of what hurt you or what damaged you or the losses that you have endured in life because God's idea of you was fashioned and formed before anything got to happen to you. So it means that your purpose is not a secondary consequence to the dilemma. It means that you have to look at the dilemma through the lens of how God created you from the foundation of the world. So it means that I no longer have to look at the molestation that I endured in the garage next to my godmother's house for four years as the defining factor. Now watch this because there are people that will still try to define you by what they think they know about you. But the reality is, is that you've never had that experience of me y'all not gonna tell the truth you can't look at how I talk or how I move my hand and think you know what's going on in my life because I am no longer subjected to the prison that the experience held me in I don't know who this is for but I'm here to open a prison door to somebody that says that I have been in position for purpose but I can't quite enter in well today's the day you get to enter in because there is an anointing that's gonna break off of your 
your mind all of the resistance that the enemy has built up around you that has robbed you of every season it has robbed you of every opportunity it has robbed you of every experience the devil is a lie I dare you to open your mouth and command the witch to die that try to yoke you up with an experience because they saw something about you they couldn't put their finger on it but they knew that there was an anointing there was a call there was a presence they said let's trip them up let's find a way to destroy them and here comes the devil riding the wave of their own ignorance and next thing you know you in a garage being raped and molested but the devil is a lie I rebuke your molestation I rebuke your rape oh come on I'm gonna come down your row I rebuke what your father said that locked you up I rebuke your father in prison that never got to touch you I rebuke your mother's lies that you ain't never gonna be nothing but a slut and a whore the devil is a lie before he put you inside of that uterus before that sperm could uh, could touch that egg God had an agenda he had a plan he had a purpose and so when we deal with time I gotta I don't know how this is gonna look because this is one of the fake ones somebody come get it but time is a gift somebody say time is a gift Time is the gift that gives us permission for expression. Come on. I'm about to let you loose in here. Time is a gift. Somebody say it's a gift that gives you permission for expression. That means as long as I can wake up tomorrow morning. Warren, it means, come on, give me some more volume, just a little bit. It means as long as I am breathing, that time is creating a space for my manifestation. Come on. You don't got to sit around and wallow in the dump. You don't got to be oppressed and depressed. You don't have to sit up there with pictures on your wall. Come on, y'all take your seats. Let me talk. You don't have to sit with pictures on your wall of the previous loves of your life. And you sit there and lament. Why? Because you're wasting time. Time is on your side. Y'all not going to help me preach. Time is knocking at the door saying, baby, here's another 24 hours. Time is prophesying. Y'all not going to say it. Every time you open your eyes, time is prophesying prophesying to you every time you breathe a breath as long as it takes the breath to get in your nostril for you to breathe in the oxygen and translate it into carbon dioxide and it comes out of your mouth time is saying baby you're great time is saying you got the power time is saying you're anointed so before it got to happen, whatever your it is. You came into the earth power packed. Huh? You came into the earth gifted. You came into the earth with DNA and purpose written all over you. I want you to nudge your neighbor real quick. Say this. Say, neighbor, it's still in there. Oh, come on, open your mouth and give God a shout of praise. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, say it's still in there. Say what was in you when he formed you, it's still in there. What was in there when he thought of you, it's still in your, come on, prophesy to the neighbor. Say neighbor, it's still in there. Every human, take your seat experience has to fit within the construct of time that means watch this he said I'm putting some lights up here 
and let them be for time for for signs and seasons for days and nights that means that every experience somebody say every experience it has to fit within the construct of time what does that what does that mean it means that your worst day has an expiration date Oh, come on, I'm here to shift the time and the season. You know how we have to spring forward. What, what is it? Leap forward, spring back, whatever it is. When you got to switch the clock, I'm here to switch the clock. Baby, I'm here to tell you that your worst moment is subjected to time. The same time that's prophesying your greatness is looking at all the hell you're going through. And it's counting down the expiration. Y'all not going to help me preach it. I said I'm here to set you free. There's a deliverance in this word that's going to unpack who you really are. Time is telling your depression it's almost through. Time is telling your loneliness baby you about to wrap this up. You got about 15 more minutes. Y'all not going to help me. Time is telling everything that has happened to you that the cycles are about to come to an end. I need about seven people that's tired of the miracle round to open your mouth and when you praise and step in to another time. The season that we are in, take your seats as the body, is where God is bringing all things to consummate maturity and perfection. That means the fire that we've experienced is serving a purpose. It's, it's working in us. Oh, come on, y'all. Y'all don't like the work in us because we want it to be real quick. Uh, hot pockets done deceived us. Y'all not saying nothing. Them little meals done deceived us. You have Thanksgiving in 30 seconds. Oh, the devil is a lie. Because God's time don't work like that. He got to work in you. A far more exceeding and eternal way to glory. God, why am I still suffering? Because you're not weighty enough yet. Why am I still going through? Because the glory's not heavy enough yet. But if you allow it to work in you, what is it's got let patience have her. There is, God, I believe I heard you in this message. There is an experience in the life of the believer where you gotta let time pass. Oh my. See, it's one thing to have wine off the vine when they just crushed the grapes. I don't know if I have any wine connoisseurs here. Yeah, I got some. Uh -huh. But it's another thing when it's been on the shelf for about 12 years. Prophet Tyra said, I don't know what y'all talking about, and she really don't. But there's another thing when it's been up there. Somebody, y'all don't got you, you to tell the truth. But when it's been sitting there for 12 years and the price on the bottle is a little bit more. Y'all know when you go to the restaurant, they got the bottle that's $14.99. But then they got that bottle that's $150. Y'all not going to tell the truth. There's a difference. There's only one difference because it could be the same kind of grape. It could have come from the same vineyard. The same person could have picked it. But the only difference is time. 
You have to stop divorcing time from your equation. Time is a profit. While you're sitting there broke, time will say, it's okay, the millions are coming. Because time got a best friend. Ask me who? Eternity. Because time don't know it's time until it sees the limitlessness, limitlessness of eternity. That's what gives time what it is. Y'all not going to help me. Time says, I've seen a day where you are not dealing with what you're dealing with. If you can just believe me and keep waking up every 24 hours, I promise I'll carry you. Time said, I'll carry you to where you got to. Somebody say time is a prophet. So we're in a season. We're in a time where God is bringing all things to consummate maturity and perfection. Every shift. Can I just insert this? This is why you got to be the pastor at 9 o'clock. Because I used to preach like this at the 9 o'clock. And then when I got here, I was too tired. Yeah, so now I get to preach like this here. Because there's a difference between a 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. You ain't going to help me preach. The alarm went off at 7.30. All of them said, it's time to wake up. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. The devil is a lie. Because I wasn't sensitive to time. I forgot about 9 o'clock. I said, well, I ain't preaching. Aaron got it. Watch this. Here I go. Fake mentoring. He need to feel the weight of the ministry. Because I was bound to time. He's bringing all things to consummate maturity and perfection. I got to go. Got to let you go. I got to let you go. Every shift is facilitating the separation of the wheat and the tear, and it's purging the church. He's purging. Listen, listen, listen. Listen. He is purging the church. It is causing the changing of the guard in every sphere of society. Now, when we say every sphere, we're talking about why all of your entertainers are dying. When we talk about the shifting of the guard, Mariah, oh, I almost called you prophetess. Huh. Huh. Just wait for time. I dare you to open your mouth and praise him. Just lift your hands up. Ah! Oh, come on, praise him. I don't know what that is, but somebody's mantle is going to drop. You just got to wait for the time. You just got to wait for the right time. Because it's going to speak right the vision and make it plain. So that those that's supposed to run with it can run. Because in not many days hence, the vision is going to speak and it's not going to lie. Separation of the wheat in this area is purging the church. Every sphere of society has been impacted. And this means that everything that is not serving the purposes of God is being purged away for greater effectiveness and fruitfulness. That means we can assert a praise here in a minute because what you think is a loss is actually a promotion. 
what you think he took away from you that you've been grieving the loss that you think you experienced that you feel like you can't get yourself together you better be careful see what God really did was that he added years to your life because that's the thing that was draining you and accelerating your death date y'all not gonna tell me that's the thing that was about to give you a premature heart attack that you didn't recognize. So God had to purge it away. Baby, stop crying about it. Stop crying about it. He had to purge it away so that you could live to fulfill your purpose in time. It was extracting life force from you that God needed to stay in you. So he had to remove it. Now watch this. That don't mean it didn't hurt when he removed it. You get to cry. Ask me how long? 30 days. You got 30 days to cry over Moses, Joshua. Now pick up this staff. And do what I told you to do. I'm going to give you 30 days. You got a 30-day vacation from the Holy Ghost. But on day 31, you got to get back to time. I'm only making the sun stand still for a 30-day cycle. But by the next time the new moon shows up, you better be. He had to remove what was detrimental to what he put in you before you were formed in your mother's womb because it wasn't speaking the right language. See, what, is, what has been, I gotta stop. What has been assigned to kill you never understands the language of the life that you are about to give birth to. It only understands the language of death. What am I saying? That's why they can never build you up in the relationship. They only call you a low-down, dirty dog. That's why they can never recognize the good that's in you in that job. So, yeah, let them fire you because God got six figures over here where they were barely giving you minimum wage. It's all right. You got to watch this. Watch this. You cannot be intimidated by God's choice of how he purges you. You cannot be offended when his providence says, this is no longer serving my purpose for your life. I've got to remove it because I love you too much to let it remain. We're crying over stuff that's actually deliverance. <laughs> he actually set you free. When we deal with this year, and I'm, I'm, I'm really done. I thought we could do this. Jesus, can we do that? Yeah. 12 minutes. Uh, they, you know, there's some people that really follow the Jewish calendar, and I, I get it. I get the implications. I do believe, according to the book of Romans, that it is not for Christians to adopt Judaism as a lifestyle or a religion. I don't believe that. I believe that is retarded. 
I don't mean deformed or mentally disabled. When I say retarded, I mean it is a retardation of purpose. I mean, instead of forward moving, we would be retarding the grace if we go back to the law of Judaism because Christ fulfilled it. So I'm going to go back and unearth something that's already taken care of. That's like somebody paying a bill for you. And here you go trying to go pay the bill again. Now they're going to take the money. Oh, they sure enough going to take it. You hear me? You sit up there wearing... Can't eat after 4 o'clock on Friday, baby. I'm hungry. I'm wearing nothing about the Sabbath and the sun went down. You better not let the sun go down on my wrath. You better feed me. But the implication in the Jewish calendar is this, and the understanding is that they are tracking the earth from its foundation. So where we in the uh, Gregorian calendar that we subscribe to, we are counting what? The years or the days since the Lord Jesus Christ came. Now, they changed it from B.C., meaning before Christ, and A.D., after death, Anno Domini, to now B.C.E., which means before common era. They, they shifted it and took Christ out because we're dealing with an antichrist spirit and agenda. But our Gregorian calendar is situated based on the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. He didn't exist. Well, he changed the whole calendar. How did he not exist? Every time you write the date, you talk about he existed. But in Judaism, they are now, we have now entered into year 5783, which is, according to their understanding and tradition, 5,783 years since the creation of the world. And so uh, God deals with them in, in a romantic way, in a love language way, and they, if you know anything about how they study in Judaism, the, the young men that we see that are studying to be rabbis devote about 14 hours a day to studying the Torah. About 14 hours every single day. Y'all can't sit through Sunday school for an hour or a two-hour or three-hour service, but these people devote 14 hours per day to the studying of the law, not just memorizing it, but they are decoding it because they believe that Hashem, which means the name, because God is too hallowed to even say his name. So we say Yahweh, we just throw it around, Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. They would never utter the name Yahweh because they believe that God is too holy to be common enough to be in our mouth. So they only refer to him as the name. But they believe that Hashem or Yahweh or Jehovah has spoken to them through the language of the Torah in the letters, in the numbering system, in the pictures that the letters are actually depicting in the sentence uh, situation, how it is put in there, all of that. If there's 14 words in a sentence, then the number 14 means something and Yahweh is saying a particular thing. So they study it all out. Somebody say that's study. So as we enter into the year 5783, this is the year, watch this, at the beginning of the year, Rosh Hashanah, which we just celebrated. Somebody said we celebrated it. You did because your kids was home from school, so we all celebrated it one way or another because the schools was closed and then people was in the house. Somebody say amen. And Rosh Hashanah, that one, what they do is, I said it right the first time, Jazz, 
they crown Hashem as the king of the universe for the beginning of the year. So the Jewish New Year for them begins with them taking the focus off of anyone or anything else. They don't focus on the rabbi. They don't even focus on the reading of the Torah because they believe that they have to focus on Yahweh. And all of the focus means that he is the God of creation, the God of the universe, and that he is ordaining what the next year is going to be. That's the first thing. Somebody say the second thing. When we look at the numbering system of the year 5783, it turns out to mean the year of retribution. It is God's year of judgment, which includes both blessing and cursing. And it depends on you to determine which side of the blessing or the cursing you were on. It is also the completion of a season, and it's the beginning of an entirely new season of a seven-year cycle. So they just completed seven years. This year ends it, but it begins the next season. So this is interesting to me, to those of us that have been here that don't study this like this, how we have all been feeling a freshness and a newness. And we feel, watch this, because the prophets and I were talking about this, that in God's judgment, we passed the test now here we are prophetically saying what students of the Torah have extracted by 14 hours a day of studying we simply hear the Lord speaking the same thing to us I'm gonna say something to the prophetic mind that if you put the mind of Christ on you don't got to sit there with your yarmulke on and your tali on for 14 hours trying to decode something you can think the thoughts of Christ at his frequency and you can understand what God is saying to you. I don't know who that is for, but there is an acceleration in time. The moment you step out of your own time and into God's purpose, all of a sudden he will catch you up to a divine moment. What do we call the moment? We call it revelation. When God reveals something to you, you don't got to study for 21 years to figure it out. He'll speak it and manifest it in just a moment. I'm prophesying to somebody on the last row that something that you've been waiting for that by the time you leave here it's already in motion because God is catching you up by way of revelation to a divine moment somebody say the year of recompense I'm trying to teach you but sit down this year is represented by the letter Gimel which also is the same representation of the number three, which shows a person and a foot that is walking in the direction of the left. It is derived from the Hebrew word jemuel, which means justified repayment or the giving of a reward or punishment. Last year, 5782, according to the Jewish calendar, was the year of the marking of truth. It was the year, y'all, God had to help me here. It was the year that God visited us with truth, but he marked us with it. Yes. Now, I don't know about you, but it was some truth that I had to sit in last year. That's all I can say. Y'all gonna have to wait in time for the book. But it was the marking of truth. Somebody say the marking of truth where judgments first began in the house of God. This is the Jewish people talking. It was also the year of preparation. 
all of what we saw last year has finally reached a pinnacle and now we see God bringing the works of this season into completion and he's beginning a new work. So what does that say for us? Prophet, it means that we cannot be afraid to divorce what has to be divorced and to embrace what has to be embraced. You are in a portal. Somebody say a portal. You are in a moment in time where if you don't make the leap you're going to be stuck for another seven year cycle I don't know who needs to break the mold but this is the Sunday that you have to make the determination that I'm not going to be nothing like how I used to be that I'm changing my environment that I'm changing my people that I'm changing my top contacts that I'm changing my associations because God has ordained a season of productivity and promise he has ordained a season called the year of recompense the year is going to take you all the way through seven days because time is on your side when he says the year of recompense it means that there's some stuff that has been owed you that you have not been able to put your hand on but if you recognize that this is the season of the payback it means that what's supposed to be yours is rightfully yours and you get to claim it I'm here to preach and to prophesy as I go to my seat that this is the time not to look back at the way things were but to look into God's face and to see by revelation that there is a new season I know we sing the song I know we prophesy it but I'm telling you according to the Gregorian calendar I'm telling you according to the Jewish calendar and I'm telling you prophetically by the mind of God that if you can recognize the divine moment that this is the year that God has opened the books that this is the year that the judgments of God are yea and amen that this is the year that he's looking at your faithfulness that he's looking at the tears you cried that he's looking at what you went through that he's looking at your giving that he's looking at your faith and he's saying yep it's time to pass the test that he's looking at your experience and God is about to pay you it doesn't matter that they stole your money in the deal it doesn't matter that they broke you out of the promotion God himself is about to write you a check that nobody could have written you God himself is about to heal your body God himself is about to move on your behalf God himself is about to bring you into a cycle of blessing he's about to bring you into a cycle of deliverance where everything you touch is going to turn to gold who am I preaching to you better dust off the book where you wrote the vision and you better make the vision plain you better dust off the recording where you recorded the dream you better get ready Jake said get ready get ready Furlough said you just better be ready because it's about to drop on you it's about to drop in your lap I need about 70 people to open your mouth and give God a give him a radical praise I say give him a radical praise Give him a radical praise. Your business is about to happen. Your marriage is about to happen. 
Your breakthrough is about to happen. Your shift is about to happen. Your promotion is about to happen. Your elevation is about to happen. The ministry is about to happen. Everything that God spoke. Somebody say seven years. Somebody say seven years. It's about to come to pass. Everything he promised. Every praise break that you had. Every seed that you sowed. Somebody say it's about to happen. Come on, open your mouth and praise him. It's one, I got to let you go. Come on and praise him. Come on, praise him. While you're praising him, doors are opening. Because it's your season. While you praising him, contracts are being shifted to the top of somebody's desk. While you're praising him, opportunities are looking for you. Come on, release your spirit and your praise in the atmosphere so it knows where to find you. This is for the praisers. It's based on his judgment. It's based on recompense. It's based on what he owes you. When the praises go up, the blessings come down. This breakthrough is for those with an account that's ready to make a withdrawal. Open your mouth and give him praise. Come on, give him praise. Come on, give him praise. I got to go to my seat free. But praise him a little bit more. I hear about 30 more seconds of praise. I hear about 30 more seconds of praise. Come on, I hear about shake. I hear about 30 more seconds until your water breaks. I hear about 30 more seconds until your spirit is ready. I hear about 30 more seconds until your posture changes. It's about to happen. I never understood the idea, prophet, that God owes us anything. Because we say things like we're on bower, bower, I can't say our words. Borrowed time. We say we're breathing borrowed breath. But in the year of recompense. (laughs) Brandon, he opens the book and he looks at his accountant and he says, help me see what I owe them because there are some things that are due them that only I can dispense y'all not gonna tell me y'all not helping recompense means repayment that means I owe you in the season of recompense God may have waited seven years to bless you 
He may have made you be faithful for seven years without any inkling that anything was happening. You may have been in a desert. You may have been in a wilderness season. You may have been in a broken season. And you may have cried every day for seven years and he never gave you a Kleenex. Because he knew that the day of recompense was coming. When he would open the books and ask, what do I owe them? If you believe it, if you can receive it, just open your mouth and begin to praise him because it's really going to happen. You might not believe it. And it may be hard to receive because for seven years you've been crying. For seven years your faith has been being tested and you couldn't believe it. For seven years it looked like God didn't hear you or that he would not answer. But I'm telling you that in a moment he'll catch you up to where you ought to be. That breathe in a twinkling of an eye. That what was owed you, Joshua, will come. Listen. You may have tried to get your business off of the ground seven times in seven years, but I'm telling you in the year of recompense, do it again. Do it. Do it again. You may have knocked on doors for seven years. Imagine an actress trying to get a gig for seven years and all you heard was no for seven years. But what you didn't account for, actress, was that a year of recompense was coming and that God himself was going to reward you for every no that they gave you in your face. Every denial. Everything that slammed that you knew was yours. He's about to give it. So I'm here to encourage you to not lose hope because you're so close to seeing it actually happen. I'm here to remind you that your faith is not in vain. It's only, listen, your faith only works when you can't see what you're believing for. Once you see it, you don't need faith for it. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. So sometimes he'll lock you in there for seven years of faith before you see it. Some of us may have had a 14-year cycle. It's still the year of recompense. So it doesn't matter how long you've been waiting, wanting, praying, believing, hoping, trusting. Oh, come on. Can you lift your hands? I'm done. I got to let you go. I'm done. This is the benediction. But you got to worship him because he sent you a word that it has to happen. Not that it's going to happen, 
See, I'd never heard this before, Dre. This is a word that I've never heard. So every other word I've given you, I've always prophesied that it's, it's going to happen. Like a future prediction that there's a day that it will happen. This is different. It has to happen. You can't mess it up. Because even creation recognizes this moment. I'm prophesying to you that everything is coming into alignment right now. Everything you need for it. I'm telling you, the financiers, the, the investors, the opportunities, the doors, the platform. But you better make sure you're ready. You better make sure you're ready because you may only get one more chance to do it. So don't squander what you went through for seven years before he gave it to you to get there and drop it. You got to be ready. Inez, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. Oh, this is it. Come on, just worship. I'm done. Just worship. This is it. If you need to give your life to the Lord, just come to the front. If you want to be saved, if you want in on this, because you, this is for the believers. I can't, I'm sorry, if you're outside of the faith, I can't say that any of this is working for you. You're on the wrong side of the recompense. But if you want to be in on it, come get it. Come give him your heart. Come give him your life.